Uh, but we all just have experiences that we can share. And I think it's really important that we all take the time to give back. In this, you know, I had a fantastic um, mentee who now I consider a friend, but I've learned a lot um, from her as well. And just from watching, you know, her uh, go through what she was going through, the conversations that we were having, um, it made me look at how I did things in my business or in my life as well. Connect, influence, optimize. You're listening to The Channel Channel, a podcast for executives and others involved in the authorized sale of electronic components. Brought to you by the ECIA, the Electronic Component Industry Association. Working to promote and improve the authorized distribution channel. Welcome to the Channel Channel. This is David Loftus, CEO of ECIA and host of this session of the Channel Channel, a podcast sponsored by the Electronic Components Industry Association. This series covers topics that are important for participants of the electronic supply chain. I'm very pleased to be joined today by Monica Heifel, Vice President of North American Sales for Kemet Electronics. Monica is also one of the founding members of Women Electronics. Welcome, Monica. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So today we're going to discuss a bit about your background and uh, some of your work with Women Electronics. We look forward to that. But uh, before we dig into the professional details, any fun facts about yourself you'd like to share with our listeners? A fun fact. Well, um, a fun fact is I can't cook, but I'm obsessed with cooking shows. I'd love to watch anything about how to cook food, but I just can't go do it myself. So lucky for me, I married someone who is a very good cook. Fantastic. So you can watch the shows and tell him what to make you, huh? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> hey, uh, in our earlier conversation, I learned that you've been on the DISTI side of the business and uh, currently in for, for some time on the manufacturer side. If you could, please share with us just a little bit of your professional history. Great. Yes. I got into um, distribution. Well, I actually started in manufacturing uh, for a short period of time. And I was working on an account that was changing uh, manufacturing locations. And I had to set up a supply chain. And I didn't even know that's what it was back then. I had no, honestly, no idea what I was doing. Um, but I reached out to distribution. And I figured out that they could help me a lot um, and, and put together what I needed to have done. And that was my introduction to distribution. So I um, left the manufacturing position, went over into distribution. I spent many, many years in distribution out in the field um, as a field sales manager and eventually a branch manager um, and then uh, was Gosh, I was talking to some friends um, that were being interviewed by a headhunter that was working with Kemet, actually. And 
it was two different friends. It's kind of a strange story, but two different friends came to me and said, hey, I'm talking to this headhunter about this job, and um, it's really more up your alley. And so the first friend came to me, and I said, no, no, I'm good, because I was. I was at the time working for Force, very happy with, with what I was doing. And then the second friend came along and told me about the position uh, with Kemet, and that's how I was introduced to Kemet. And I've been at Kemet now almost 13 years. Fantastic. And a good ride at Kemet. A very good ride at Kemet. It's a, it's a, I can't say enough good things about the company and the people that work there. That's super. Hey, a few months back, we were fortunate to interview your good friend, Jackie Maddox, who's president of Women Electronics. Uh, recently, you shared with me a story of how you originally got involved with your organization through a meeting at EDS. Can you share a little bit about that? I can. Actually, Jackie and I met at a uh, distribution event around the holidays. And I was standing next to her at this event and I noticed she had this piece of jewelry on and I made a comment and we just started talking at that event. And then we again um, ran into each other uh, in the parking lot after the event. So her colleagues and my colleagues and I, we chatted another half an hour or so. And then right before uh, EDS, she had reached out and asked to do lunch. So we got together for lunch. She had an idea that she wanted to pass by me. And so that lunch, which should have been like 45 minutes, I think turned in like two and a half hours. And so um, she asked if I would get involved and I said, sure. And uh, here we are. You know, what's great about Jackie is uh, we connected right away and it's always great to work with people that, you know, you like a lot, but you also connect. So um, I thought she had a good idea and a great vision for women in electronics and wanted to support her in that. Super. And, uh, and ECIA is really happy to be partnering with women electronics on obviously the diversity uh, push in the industry, but also uh, some other activities that we're working together. And uh, now that Women Electronics is growing strongly and helping the careers of many women in our industry, uh, I understand you've been instrumental in establishing a formal mentoring program for the organization. Uh, can you describe what you're doing and how WE is enabling its uh, mentoring programs with its members? I can, yes. Um, you know, we wanted to make sure that we were offering to our membership um, uh, training and programs that would help grow them in their careers. And we quickly learned through some research and just in talking to membership and talking to other people in the industry that a mentor program would be uh, useful. And it turned into a flagship program for us. And actually just this morning, we um, had a little celebration for our pilot program uh, for those that were involved in that. But we, we um, did the research. We actually went out and, and talked to some consultants too. We wondered if we could just, you know, almost buy a package off the shelf, so to speak, um, but quickly learned that we couldn't do that. So we uh, put a team together. I've got an awesome team, um, Sue and Aubrey, that are helping me. We designed uh, the format. 
we were very focused on making sure that we uh, put together a good training program so everyone understood what the program was about and how to go about through the program. Uh, we kicked that off in January and we just ended it today. Um, we had six mentors and six mentees that were paired together. We spent a lot of time pairing um, the people together. Uh, we have everyone sign an NDA to make sure everything's kept confidential. We don't pair people that compete. You know, their companies compete. Um, and uh, we uh, established a mentor and a mentee champion. So Sue and Aubrey uh, were there to uh, train um, their teams, but also to be there if any issues came up um, to help guide through any challenges. And um, it was a very, very successful program. You know, I got some feedback. We did a survey midway through, and then we just did a survey at the end. And in some cases, we asked the same questions. And three questions we asked at the end uh, that I can share with you. Would you recommend this program to other members? Do you feel you personally benefited from the program? And will you continue your mentorship relationship with your mentee and mentor? And 100% said they would. So pretty proud um, of the team and, and what they did. It was, a, it was a good, very successful pilot program. Fantastic. And mentoring is a reasonably broad term. I, I guess, what does it mean to you? And uh, can you share maybe a few mentor experiences that you've had throughout your career? I was very fortunate in my career. I had um, what I would say were a lot of mentors, although it wasn't a formal program. It was people that guided me in my career, um, people that forced me, not forced me, encouraged me, um, although sometimes it felt like forcing, but encouraged me to go do things um, that I was a little uncomfortable doing um, that helped me see the bigger picture of things. But also people, and, and my mentors were, um, they were peers in some cases um, that I trusted. And in some cases they were people I worked for or just people within the industry. But also safe places to go and to have conversations um, about anything. And it was never held against me. And, and um, so I think those people are important to have in one's career in order for you to, to grow, whether you're growing, growing up within an organization or whether you're moving from one industry to another, it's very important to have that, that support. Super. And I think you mentioned that uh, one of the recommendations that one of your mentors made was to actually take a, a move to South Carolina at one point in your career. Yes, actually for the position I'm in now. So I was um, the director of the West Coast, which was a great, um, a great position, you know, two hours by plane and in any direction. So that was, that was nice. And then uh, I was working for John Drabick, who was uh, running the Americas. He was 
promoted to the global VP position and said, Monica, I need you to take this job and you got to move. And I was like, hmm, I'm not really keen on moving. Um, and my husband had a career. Um, but I don't know if you know John Drabeck. He could be very, very persistent and uh, and said, you know, you need to, this will be great for you. You need to do this. And so, um, and my husband, as soon as I told him was, you know, on a website looking for uh, a place to live in Greenville, he was all in. So, um, yeah, it was, it was uncomfortable, but it worked out. You know, he was right for sure. He was right. Yeah. So through your own personal experiences, what are the, what, what maybe is the single or maybe a couple of the most important mentoring nuggets that you've gathered? Well, you know, I think we all have experiences um, in the industry or just in our lives that we can share with other people. Um, in this program, not only was I chairing uh, the committee, but I also was a mentor within the program because we needed mentors and we always need mentors. So I'd like to put that out there. You can be a mentor in our program, even if um, you don't belong to women in electronics. Of course, the mentees have to be members. Uh, but we all just have um, experiences that we can share. And I think it's really important that we all take the time to give back. Um, in this, you know, I had a fantastic um, mentee who now I consider a friend, but I learned a lot um, from her as well. And just from watching, you know, her uh, go through what she was going through, the conversations that we were having, um, it made me look at how I did things, you know, in my business or in my life as well. It was a great experience. That's fantastic. Um, yeah, you had mentioned that you had learned from your mentee, and I think you'd mentioned one other thing to me uh, that was similar to a conversation that I had had with Jackie in our interview, and that is about uh, don't listen to the voice inside your head that says <laughs> you can't do it. Maybe share a little bit about, about of your perspective on that. Yes. Yeah. We can all do anything, right? Um, but yes, I think sometimes the place we can go is to talk ourselves out of something when really the first place we should go is to talk ourselves into something. And sometimes mentoring is just telling the other person, you can do this, I support you. Uh, one of the things that my mentee reminded me today, actually, that I had said to her is what is the worst thing that can happen? Think about that. And it's not that bad. Mm -hmm. So if the worst thing that can happen is not that bad, and the likelihood of it not happening is pretty high, then, you know, go for it. So sometimes we just need that other person to say, we've got your back on this one. That's super. And uh, maybe share a little bit about what, what the next steps are for the mentoring program in women electronics? Yes, so we are um, getting ready to kick off our um, next group of mentors and mentees. Um, so we have accepted and are, um, still will accept some applications in the next day or two. And then what happens is we um, start to take on uh, the project of matching them up. 
we take that super seriously. It was way harder than I ever thought it would be um, to do that. Um, so we do take a lot of time to do that. And then we will kick off hopefully end of September timeframe for another six months. Um, of the program, we'll have more people. We do have um, men that have applied to be mentors, so we're pretty excited about that. Um, so yeah, looking forward to the next group. That's super. And what qualifies someone uh, as a mentee in their application? Uh, well, you gotta you gotta be a member, of course, of Women in Electronics, of course. Um, and then someone that is just really willing to um, go through the experience of having someone guide them through, you know, whatever they want to work on. We let our mentees uh, determine, of course, what they want to work on. So that's, that's the first meeting that they have with their mentor is these are the things I want to work on. And then the mentor supports that through um, guidance, through, um, I even read a book for my um, mentee before I even wanted to, to recommend it to her. I wanted to make sure it was the right one. Um, but yeah, then it's a, it's a meeting with them a couple hours, uh, one or two hours a month, we ask that they at least meet once a month. Uh, we found uh, from the pilot program, and maybe that was because of COVID that we tended to meet a little bit more often as we were working through all the changes that were going on around us. Um, but it's, a, it's a, an hour or two a month, which I don't think is too much time to give to someone to help them um, in their career. Super, sounds like a really valuable program. Well, Monica, it's really great to have you on our show today. Um, please stay, stay safe and stay healthy with the pandemic, with the California yes. fires. Uh, we'll continue <laughs> to circle back with you and other women in electronics leaders to learn more about your efforts to help promote diversity in our industry. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate it. So that's a wrap for today. I hope you'll all join us for our next Channel Channel interview. Thanks so much for your time to join today's podcast, and we hope all of you and your families are staying safe. Bye-bye.